Hello and welcome to the episode one of the Graduating in 2021 podcast, where we put your questions to the alumni from our 2008-2009 graduating class. My name is Ash and I'm a Professional Service Projects Officer for the Careers and Employability Service. Given the impact the coronavirus pandemic has had on the job market, we want to give you the opportunity to ask questions and hear from people who might know what it's like to graduate into a similar situation. And we thought, who better to ask than our 2008 and 2009 graduating classes, who, due to the global financial crisis, found themselves in a very uncertain job market. So let's get started with episode one, where we're talking to Nottingham alumni, Louis and Chris, about their career paths, what they did to stay motivated, and their advice for securing a job post-graduation. Um, it's Ash here from the Careers and Employability Service. I'm joined by two alumni who have graduated in 2008 and 2009, um, Chris and Louis. So thank you for joining us, Chris and Louis. Thanks for having us, Ash. Not a problem at all. Good, excellent. So as I'm sure you're both aware, it's been a very unusual year and the students of the University of Nottingham have been um, reaching out with a few questions and the most... Um, realistic or expected kind of time we could relate to this was probably the financial crisis of 2008-2009 when yourselves graduated. So we're going to be asking a few questions to you today that have come from our students. Um, But if you would just like to give a little bit of insight into what you studied and your experiences uh, at university, and then we'll go take a few of the questions from the students. Um, Chris, do you want to start us off? Yeah, happy to, Ash. So at university, I studied politics and American studies. Um, had a fantastic time for that. I spent a year abroad in America as part of my degree. Um, throughout university, I tried to make the most of the experience there. So joining various clubs and societies from, uh, from the politics societies, you might imagine, uh, all the way through to joining the rowing club, which meant uh, quite a lot of early mornings. But it all helped contribute to a, a really fun and enjoyable university life. Uh, after I graduated, I got a job with Barclays on their graduate scheme. And then between a couple of other career moves, I now find myself working for Coots Bank, where I'm a director of strategy. Superb. Thank you very much, Chris. And Louis, yourself. Sure. Thanks, Ash. Um, so I graduated in 2009 with a Master's of Engineering in Chemical Engineering. Um, I'd also done a year abroad. My third year I did in the US on an exchange programme, which was really good, which was uh, a beneficial experience, I think. Um, when I was at uni, I had a, a blast. I was hall president of uh, Florence Boot Hall my second year, um, played a bit of rugby at Nottingham and, and in the US as well. Um, and yeah, just that's about it really. Studied pretty hard. I wasn't involved in too many other societies apart from that. Superb. Thank you very much. Um, so going to be asking you four questions today that have been put forward from uh, the current students that are coming up to graduation this year. Um, and I'm just going to fire one off straight away. Um, do you have any tips for staying motivated despite the uncertainty of the job market? So shall I kick off with that one then? Um, so completely understand the challenges that you can be facing it can be quite scary quite daunting and how do you stay motivated given that uncertainty um so if i think back to 2008 2009 when when i graduated and to where we are now um first of all i'd say there is some good news um in some respects i think things are a lot better this time around uh so companies haven't pulled up the drawbridge in terms of recruitment in in quite the same way that they did uh after the financial crisis 
And the other good thing at the moment is that many firms are now switched on to the benefits of remote working. And hopefully, I think that should lead to opening up a lot more opportunities around working across the country. So there's a lot more doors that could be open for you. But the main thing that I say about staying motivated uh, and to keep the anxiety down is take the pressure off your shoulders. Um, the way that I do this is to realise that your next job, or even your first job, will not be your last job. Um, I think that's so important because we put so much pressure on ourselves sometimes to land that dream job straight off of the bat. Um, but for 90% of the cases of people graduating from uni, um, that isn't what happens. And even if you do land that job, often it might not be exactly what you think. So I'd say um, to keep yourself motivated, just think instead about finding a role or a company in an area that, that just interests you and then use that opportunity to work hard, develop your skills and then move on and progress in your career. Um, I always think when you don't realise you don't need to accomplish everything in one fell swoop, um, it can definitely remove a weight from those shoulders. Superb, Chris, that sounds really insightful. Thank you very much. Uh, Louis, did you have anything to add to that one? No, I think that's a great summary, really, is to, to really sort of um, widen your expectations a little bit. I think in 2008, 2009, there was a bit more of a shock to the economy. And as as Chris said, the drawbridges were, were raised pretty quickly. I feel like nowadays there's a lot more acceptance for people to work remotely. There's different types of opportunities. And if you're open for something that's perhaps not necessarily in your in your comfort zone or the first thing that you think of, then there's definitely opportunities out there for everyone. Superb. Thank you very much. Um, I'm going to go straight into the next question then, which was, uh, did you do a work placement and how did you achieve it? And how do you think that helped um, or didn't help for your uh, graduating prospects? Yeah, so I can remember between my third and fourth year at uni that summer, I was meant to do uh, an industrial placement with one of the large oil and gas companies in the UK. That got canned weeks, perhaps, or maybe just a month or two before I was due to start it. Um, and obviously at that time, that was sort of the big ticket item I wanted on my CV before applying to jobs um, in my last year at uni. I found something else very last minute where I did a, a research placement with the PhD students at Nottingham University in the School of Chemical Engineering. And it was amazing, you know, and it wasn't ever an opportunity I'd considered six months beforehand. Um, but it was there and I'm really glad I found it. And, and you know, there's always there's always a, a way where there's a will, as they say. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of students will be able to relate to that at the minute. I know the placements and we've been working quite hard in terms of the a few of the things we've been putting on. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure you using your um, initiative to go out and find something else would have been beneficial there. Chris, do you have anything that you wanted to add to that one? Yeah, I can add a couple of points, really. Um, I, I also um, managed to achieve a work placement um, just before I graduated. Um, I was a little bit worried that at some point it might be pulled in the same way that Louis was, but, but thankfully it did remain. So I was able to um, spend a summer working for Lloyd's Banking Group. Um, the way I got that was, was fairly by the book. Um, so I, I went onto their website, I saw they had internships. Um, I applied for it and I just went through the process of psychometric tests, phone interview, assessment centre, and then I, I got onto it at the end of it. So I was, I was very pleased to do that. But, you know, probably more importantly, for anybody interested in doing the same thing, um, I've, got, I've got three pieces of advice, which is advice that I still give to people who are looking at it now. The first one is just spend an afternoon, and it is just going to be an afternoon, making a list of all the firms that you're interested in, go through their websites, 
find out what internships or even insight weeks they have, and probably most importantly, what those deadlines are. Second point is apply early. Um, it might sound unfair, but sometimes a lot of these firms do close their internships or their insight weeks before the deadline if they're full. So get in early if you can. And the third thing, prepare for those psychometric tests and what the interviews will look like. Um, one great thing, one huge tip that I used and that some people I mentor now they, they're using as well, Nottingham have got huge amounts of free resources for you to practice these psychometric tests. What are the interview questions like? What are the assessment centers like? It can be daunting. You might not know where to turn. Nottingham and the Career Service have got the answers for you. So get on the website, all of the information is there. And the nice thing is, it's something that once you practice, practice, practice it, it is just a knack that you can study for. It can hopefully get you through those psychometric tests, those phone interviews, and even the dreaded assessment centre. Thank you very much. That Yeah, the Careers and Employability Service does have a lot, so please do reach out to us. That's a nice uh, in for me there as well. Thank you very much. Um, and then another question that came through was, are there any specific experiences you wish you had had uh, more preparedness for in terms of graduating in 2008, 2009? Yeah, I mean, one of the big difficulties graduating at that point is, is the fear or the expectation that you should have a job when you graduate and at that point in your in your last year at uni you're applying to I can't remember off the top of my head maybe 20 30 different positions at least um, expecting to at least get an interview and you know maybe a third or half of the time we didn't even get through to an interview and the graduate position applications were closed so you talk about closing the application process early um, sometimes it never opened at all um, at companies we were expecting to at least be able to send a CV to. So one of the things I wish I'd been more prepared for really is just to understand how harsh and cutthroat sometimes it can be, um, but how if you're organised and you find sort of cast a bit of a wider net, set yourself up and be organised to actually, you know, research a bit more, maybe different companies you haven't looked at in the past. Um, be a bit bolder. Sometimes you don't need to apply to a graduate position. If you see some sort of a, a junior position or even, you know, entry level somewhere that you hadn't considered before, um, they'd probably be lucky to have you as a Nottingham University graduate. So, you know, I wish I'd been more prepared for sort of expectations I, I never had and opportunities that I'd never thought would be there, even though I thought, you know, it was a pretty rough time to be going through all of it. I, I wasn't prepared for how you know companies still need to recruit. They still need to bring young talent on board, and it's it's never really as bad as you think it's going to be. Chris, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Not a huge amount to add. I think Louis hit the nail on the head there with some fantastic pieces. Um, I certainly agree with casting the net wide. Um, one thing that I potentially could have done more of um, was was exactly that. Um, I remember picking up the Times Top 100 Graduate Employers book, which I think is still about now. There's probably copies all across campus. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of digital versions, but did I make the most of that? Did I look at all 100 companies and think, well, you know, what about BP, for instance, or what about, um, what about Santander? Um, in all honesty, probably not. I think I narrowed myself down too early when really I should have taken the opportunity to start early, research all of these companies, see what opportunities are available. And as Louis said, if it's not going to be the graduate scheme, there are plenty of other positions that are available to you. And I always think once you've got your foot in the door, the world is your oyster. Um, once you get in there, make the most of the opportunity, show how good you are, show how hard you can work and opportunities and uh, benefits will come your way because of it. 
fantastic bits of advice there from um, both of you, which is absolutely spot on. I'm sure the graduates would love to hear that. And then I just want to ask you a couple more questions, one of which is one that came through about what role would networking play in improving my chances to enter my career during uh, the current pandemic? Chris, do you want to take that one to start with? Yeah, happy to, Ash. So networking, well, networking, I think, is brilliant. It is a secret source <laughs> that can really make a difference to you and help you land that role. Um, I've been able to use it a couple of times in my career to help make movements from one job to another. And equally, I've been able to hopefully help other people do the same. But the other thing about networking is it's really, really hard to begin with. It's daunting for many people because there's, you know, you've, you've grown up through, through school, through university, and then there's this whole wide world of work out there. And how on earth do you, do you break into it? How do you make that first step? Um, that's ultimately what networking is. But I'll give you a couple of tips now. There are some ways that you can hopefully make that first step to allow you to make those connections. Um, a couple of tips for you then. So the first one, if you know what kind of industry you're interested in, um, then consider searching for a trade body and what events they're running that you could attend and meet people. Um, I did a bit of a search before this. So if you're interested, for instance, in building or surveying, then the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors, RICS, they run numerous events that are free to attend. And through that, you can meet some of the industry players, talk to them, introduce yourselves, find out what's happening in the industry. Um, I do a lot of work across the City of London where there is a livery guild for just about every single industry. And they're always happy to talk to graduates or young people and give them that first step. So be proactive and find out what are those trade bodies? What are those events that are going on that you could be introduced to? Um, the second thing is around lots of charities that are set up to do exactly that. Um, some of them are focused on social mobility. So again, I do some work with the brokerage. But again, have a search. If not, there are loads of them out there that can give you that first step and introduce you to these kind of networking events. Um, and then the third thing, another Nottingham plug, um, could be the mentoring scheme. So um, obviously people listening to this might be at different stages of their, their career through Nottingham. Um, if you are at an earlier stage, then the Nottingham mentoring scheme is a fantastic way for you to be partnered up with a professional in an industry that you're interested in. And just through that, you're not only going to network with that person, but they're hopefully going to help unlock some of those doors and introduce you to other people if you are interested in in expanding your network across that industry. Yeah, and I can definitely recommend the mentoring service as well. Um, Louis, did you have anything you wanted to um, add or any other insights to that question? No, I think, well, networking is obviously, you know, a whole other avenue in terms of finding employment or if you're in employment, finding another job and, and progressing your career path. Um, you, you've just got to, you know, fall into the lap of the right people sometimes and and just generally in life i think you'll need to keep your ears open be careful who you meet sometimes just at, at parties or wherever in your hometown there's opportunities all the time and it's just about you know staying aware staying conscious of who you're meeting um you never know that maybe your dream job you know your neighbor is actually the boss of that corporation that you never knew about so keeping an open mind i think is pretty key in that as well Thank you so much, both of you, for taking the time out of your very busy schedules to um, do this for us. I'm sure the um, current graduating students will be really appreciative of your insights. Um, thank you very much for today. Cheers, Ash.